You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. God is mighty to save. Know how God is a God who vindicates us in this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. We are on the third week of our series, third week of our series, entitled More Than a Song. We're talking about worship here. Pinag-usapan po natin dito pagsamba. And we have already declared and discussed and have, have established in the past that worship goes beyond song. You know, uh, it's more than just a song. Hindi lang po marami mga tao maawit, but they are just you know lip service. And just like what Jesus said, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. Many many people, including Christians, kahit po tayo, we don't fully understand what what is behind worship. Ano ba ang nagagawa ng worship sa atin? You know. Oftentimes, nakala lang natin, parang kasama sa service, sino ba nag-aantay sa mga late, kanta muna tayo. Pag nangala yung alang-alam mo, di upo na tayo. And uh, again, we miss the truth behind worship. And that's the reason why we're studying this. You know, Most especially in, through the life of David, nakita natin that uh, behind the songs na ginawa ni David is his story. And just like what David had already declared in the book of Psalms, that he would always sing to the Lord a new song. Meaning, there's always freshness when it comes to worship. You know, thank God. Dung parang ni David, hindi mo siya kumakanta ng paulit-ulit na kanta. You know, pitumput apat na kanta sa tagpipitumput apat na ulit. Hindi po. He would always sing a new song before God. And again, the objective that we have for this whole series that all of us, bawat isa po sa atin, maintindihan po natin that um, pwede tayong sumamba sa Panginoon anuman ang ating sitwasyon. Maganda man o hindi, pwede tayong sumamba sa Panginoon habang patuloy natin kinikilala kung sino ang Diyos at ano ang ginagawa niya sa atin. So when we declare who God is, that is worship. You know, everything that God had done in your life or continually been doing sa buhay mo, when you start to declare before God, it becomes a worship sa Kanya. At uh, ngayon po, again, we're on the third week, so we'll be discussing about yung in times of injustice, God is our what? Our vindicator. Alright, so maybe, maybe, maybe I invite you to all stand up as we read uh, the verses. Now, babasa po tayo dalawang aklat sa mga awit, ang chapter 57 at ang chapter 7. Tapos i-relate po natin sa unang Samuel, for example, chapter 24. Ito po yung time na si David po ay tumatakbo at nagtatago kay Haring Saul. Okay, simulan po natin, Psalm chapter 7, verses 8 and 9. Asahin natin sabay-sabay malakas, go. Let the Lord judge the peoples. Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity, O Most High. Bring to an end the violence of the wicked and make the righteous secure. You, the righteous God, who probes minds and hearts. Have mercy on me, chapter 57, my God. Have mercy on me. For in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God Most High, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth His love and His faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake my soul. Awake harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the sky. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Father, we thank you, Lord God, once again for your word. I pray tonight, Lord, that you will just illuminate your word and that we may be able to see the truth behind it. Holy Spirit, just guide us as we study your word. Just anoint us, O oh God, even the preaching of your word, that it would break the yoke of bondage in our lives. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You may now have your seats. 
Alright. Now, hindi po kaila sa atin that we see a lot of injustices around us. Right? Maybe some of you would even say na, Pastor, I'm, I'm in fact one of those people na nakaranas sa mga injustice sa buhay ko. And have you ever felt, have you ever experienced injustice sa buhay ninyo? You know, again, people, you know, wala namang kayong ginagawang mas masakala na hindi yet, iba yung ginagawa nila sa inyo. And, uh, and that's the reason why a lot of people would call, would say that life is unfair. Bakit nila nasasabing that life is unfair? Because for them, okay naman sila, mabait naman sila, wala naman silang iniisang taon, so on and so forth. And yet, this other people would try to do them harm than good. And so they say that life is unfair. In fact, noon, you know, during the, I think the 80s, they would say that justice delayed is justice denied. Pag daw nahuli ang pagbibigay ng, uh, ng justicia sa isang tao, para mo na rin pinagkaitan siya ng justicia. And uh, hindi ko rin alam kung sa Pinoy lang ito or nature ng tao. Pero di ba tayo mga Pinoy, we, we love to side with the underdogs. Tama ba? Di ba? Gusto natin kumakampi tayo dun sa mga api. Dun sa mga ikangay lugi sa labanan. Bakit? Because we know that they can do anything and, you know, sila yung talagang lugi-lugi na at api-api na. And then we want to side with them. Why? Because we want to give them justice. In fact, we even enjoy watching movies, the feel-good movies or teleserye na kung saan yung naargabyado sa huli will be given justice. Hindi ba? Yung dating inaapi dahil pangit siya nung nagpa-opera. Hindi, ang kikikwento lang sa akin ng wife ko, hindi ako masyadong nanonood mo. Na maging si Jerome, ha? Si Jerome. Yeah. Naghuluhan. Hindi <laughs> ba? Tama ba? O maaaring yung mga ibang uh, asawang babae, they also feel injustice. Bakit? Dahil merong lover ang kanyang husband. Sad to say. <laughs> Kakaiba pa yung umibig sa kanyang asawa. But, but getting aside, you know, let me just give you a, a, a short testimony. We also had an experience, I was already a pastor at that time, we had an experience that, you know, we, we felt betrayed by those people whom, whom are close to us. Hindi ba yun ang pinakamasakit eh? Yung malapit sa'yo, and then you'd feel the betrayal. You know, they started accusing us of so many things na unproven. You know, and uh, well, we don't play clean. We do have, personally, I do have my own share of mistakes. Pero, you know, what we had happened is, is so, it created so much pressure in a way na yung wife ko si Malu, dinugo. It was even my birthday when we had the confrontation and every time we answered back all their accusations, you know, the leadership doesn't want to accept whatever I'm saying. And honestly, to be honest with you, I was a pastor right then, pero I, I, I felt like I wanted to backslid and, you know, probably repent five minutes after. Kasi gusto ko lang sapakin. Because I, I don't know about you, pero many times I feel in my life, parang lugi ako. Because I'm a Christian. Parang hindi ako pwedeng, parang hindi ako pwedeng gumante. You know, lalo na as a pastor, many times I feel like, parang, this is unfair. Bakit sila pwedeng lang gawin sa akin to? Ako hindi ko pwedeng gawin yun sa kanila. Have you ever felt that or experienced that? Na tayo mga Christian, feel like, you know, lugi tayo palagi sa labanan kasi hindi tayo makasabay sa kanila. Na, naranasan nyo na ba na minsan mag-isip din kayo, mag-backslide, mananapak lang kayo sa na, bibigyan nyo lang ng five-fold ministry o lelay hands nyo. Tapos magre-repent pa kayo. Now, David had an experience of the same thing, pero, you know, we can learn a lot from what David had experienced. And alam nyo yung mga injustice, maltreatment, or even yung tinatap natin mga persecutions, they, they, they come in different forms and ways. Iba-iba ang dating na. Sometimes, you know, we would experience verbal abuse. Sometimes we would experience physical abuse. Sometimes we would feel that we are being ostracized by the people. Inichapera ka. Isinasa isang tabi ka. And uh, sometimes, you know, we would even experience character assassination. People would be speaking all negative things against you. Sa likuran mo. Pero pagkakaharap, ah, sis. Mm-hmm. Di ba? Sabi ko nga, pagkakaharap ka, 
Chika-chika, beso-beso, pero pagtalikod, nakakabit yung pustiso. They love backbiting. Tama ba? Nakaka-relate pa kayo doon? Okay. And I, I think all of us, in one way or another, we have all experienced injustices sa life natin. But the real question in this, in, in this world, or, you know, how, how should we respond? Or how, how did we respond before? When we felt injustice sa life natin? Or maybe the best question would be, how do we perceive God? in the midst of injustices in our life. So dito po sa binasa natin, you'll notice we, we read two chapters of the book of Psalms, and chapter 7 and chapter 57. Uh, some Bible scholars said na yung chapter 7 is really part of the story sa 1 Samuel 24, kung saan tumaka si David kay, uh, kay King Saul. Although, doon kasi nakalagay, it was the song of David uh, uh, against Sikosh. C-U-S-H, who is, by the way, King Saul's kinsman. He was a, ben- a Benjamite. And uh, sabi lang, so para daw hindi ang but actually wala namang conflict doon because during that time, itong si Kosh ay isa sa mga tauhan ni, ni King Saul who had always lied to the king. In fact, if you're going to read 1 Samuel chapter 24, verse 9, may binanggit to si David na, you know, bakit mo kailangan palaging paniwalaan ang mga kasinwalingan na sinasabi ng mga tao na gusto kitang saktan. So, you know, people would always lie to King Saul, telling King Saul that David wanted to harm his life. And so, alam niyo yun, yung mga taong intrigero, may, may mga kilala ba kang ganun? Yung malakas manulusol? Wala? Wala kang kilala? Papakilala ko kayo. Marami akong mga kakilala. Papakilala ko sa inyo. Para may makilala kayong mga taong ganun. And so, again, Psalm 7 was written by David because of that situation. Another, in chapter 57, doon naman sa binasa natin, meron, meron superscription na ganito. Sabi doon, For the director of music to the tune of Do Not Destroy of David, a miktam. Sabi mo nga miktam. Okay. Ano yung miktam? Yung pong miktam na ito actually is a Hebrew word that was only mentioned six times in the whole book of Psalms. You know, yung 150 chapters. Anim na beses lang kung binanggit yung miktam. And it recounts David's stressful and dangerous experiences wherein he petitioned God for protection, for covering, and deliverance. Actually, when you find the word miktam, uh, ang kabuhan lang nito is that David is trying to believe that only a miraculous intervention by God could save him. So sinulat niya ito sa isang sitwasyon na sa ganang kanya, eh, wala mangyayari and kailangan niya si Lord. I mean, he can do something pero he acknowledged that God, you need to intervene. God, kailangan dumating ka sa eksena. Kailangan makailam ka. Pag hindi, yari ako dito. Yun yung miktam. Yun yung, yung sinasabing miktam. So both chapter 7 and chapter 57 talks about the same situation sa life ni David. Ngayon, mag-relay tayo ng kaunti muna ngayon bago tayo mag-dig-dip sa mga binasa natin. Haven't you noticed many times sa life natin, whether we acknowledge it or not, instead of lifting up our hands in worship, there's always a tendency to put matters in our hands. Tama. Tama ba? Sa halip na itaas natin ang ating kamay sa pagsamba, gusto natin ilagay sa ating mga kamay ang paghihiganti. Ilagay sa ating mga kamay ang diskarte kung paano tayo makakatabla yung sa taong nang isa sa atin. Hindi kayo makarelate? Kasi mababait kayo eh. Kaya naingit nga ako sa inyo. But believe me, maraming beses, naglalaro yan sa ating isipan. We want to put matters in our hands. Why? Why is it that many times we try to put matters or we want to put matters in our hands? Now, of course, iba't ibang dahilan, pero meron akong alam na dalawang major na dahilan. Bakit gusto nating ilagay sa ating mga kamay ang paghihiganti, so to speak? Number one is because many times we feel like God is not concerned with our situation. Lord, wala kang pakilam sa, sa, sa sitwasyon ko? Okay, sige. I can manage. Ako, David Scarpe. Second, second, probably in our mind, naglalaro that God is inadequate to help. 
Parang hindi niya kaya. Hindi niya kaya tayong tulungan. Parang bang, God is so good na hindi niya tayo tutulungan doon. Parang hindi makikisa si Lord sa atin kasi He is so good, He's a God of love, and so He will not do anything but against anybody. Something like that. And so that's the reason why we put things in our hands. That's the reason why tayo lang ang dumidiskate. That's the reason kung bakit many times we tend to compromise our being a Christian and do it our own way. But again, let me just bring you to the story. How did David see God in times of injustice? Paano ba nakita ni David ang Diyos doon sa mga panahon na siya ay nakakaranas ng injustice? Ano sa Tagalog injustice? Nang kawalang katarungan. Wow, tanda. Thank you. Paano nakita ni David ang Diyos sa mga panahon ng kawalan ng katarungan? Una, nakita niya na ang Diyos ang kanyang tagapag-ingat. That God is His protector. Let's go to Psalm 57. He said, Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. For in you, say that with me, in you. Now, in you, not in me, not in my own strength, not in my friends, but in you, my soul takes refuge. Sabi niyo ay refuge. Alam niyo kanil refuge? Kalungan. Ito yung takbuhan sa, panang- sa panahon na ikaw ay nangangailangan ng tulong, ng siguridad. You know? And then he said, I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. You know, it was as if David was saying, God, as long as this situation is still hot, I'll find my refuge in you. I'll run towards you. Again, refuge simply means, you know, a place or situation providing safety or shelter. And sabi ni David, God, I'll run towards you, not away from you. God, I'll never think of anything that is not you because I know you are my protector. Amen. You know? Now, take note of this. Paano acknowledge ni David? How sure was he that God was his protector? Well, we all know that David fought Goliath and he won. Even before that, we know, ayon sa story niya, he fought a lion and a bear. In fact, you know, somebody asked Pastor Saul, para daw, para daw nagsama sa isang region ng lion at ang bear. And Pastor Saul asked me, sabi ko, I really don't know. But one thing for sure, hindi imposible kay Lord pagsamahan kaya tanong klaseng hayop. But anyway, you know, he said that he fought against bear and lion and he won over them. He fought against Goliath and he won over him. And then Saul became so envious of him and tried to kill him. And, you know, how many times he fled from Saul. In fact, you know, David was fleeing from Saul for four years. Can you ever imagine that? Apat na taon siyang TNT. Kesa ula. Kaharing sa ula. Nag-TNT siya. Now, huwag din natin Kung kaya, kaya ni David na yariin si Saul. Huwag natin sasay sa tabi eh, na kung natalo ni David ang leon, ang oso, ang higanting si Goliath, at ang maraming digmaan na ipinanalo niya, kayang-kaya niyang talunin si Saul. Pero hindi niyang ginawa. Why? Iba pananaw niya. Maraming beses, feel natin, alam natin, sigurado tayo. We can put things in our hands and we will win. We can do that. Why not? But the question is, yun ba yung gusto ni Lord? Na response natin. Pero pasun, hindi mo ko sinaintindihan. Yeah, maraming hindi ko maintindihan. Pero sinasabi ko, intindihan natin ko rin sinasabi ng Diyos. Sa totoo lang, buhay na ito, marami ako hindi maintindihan. Hindi ko nga maintindihan, ba't ako nandito, nangangaral sa inyo I mean, dati ako lang sa showbiz, pwede ako magtagal doon. <laughs> Hindi ko maintindihan. But getting aside, many times, we want to put things in our hands simply because we don't feel that life is fair. 
Right? Are you still here with me? And so, Saul thought, or he felt that David was a threat sa kanyang trono, and so he wanted to kill him. I mean, again, last week I've said this, could you imagine the person you have served, the person you have respected, the person you have worked with, all of a sudden turned his back against you. And he even wanted to kill you. How would you feel? I mean, he has all the rights and the reason na gumante. But he did not. Why? Because he, God, you are my protector. Regardless of what this man would want to do against me, you will protect me against him. If you have protected me against the bear, against the lion, against Goliath, and all the battles I'm in, God, you will still protect me. How I wish, sana ganun tayo lang mag-isip. Palagay ko, uunti ang gulo sa mundong ito. And the saddest part is even, minsan pare-pare mga Kristiyano. Anong iisahan? May mananamantala. Mayroon naman ang nagpapasamantala. Sabi nga nila, dalawang klase lang daw ang tao. Naloloko at nanloloko. Pero, ito nga eh. Ang pinakamasakit sa lahat ay kapag ang gumawa sa'yo ng isang bagal, lalo ng lalo na, yung malapit sa'yo at yung mahal mo sa buhay. Tama ho ba? Now, tignan nyo yung mga awit, ikapitong kabanata. Tignan nyo sabi ni David. Pareho din ng chap- chapter 57. Sabi niya, O Lord my God, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me. Kung si Goliath, tinakbo niya, palapit. Ito ngayon, sa kanya. Sabi niya, Lord, may mahabang sa akin. Nagtas mo ako. Again, he can, he can fight against Saul and his man. Now remember, during that time, he was with his 400 mighty men. Are you still here with me? Wala na? Wala, nakauwi na kayo? Okay, relate natin sa panahon. Sabi niyo, pero basta kasi, hindi mo na hindi na nangyayari sa akin. Gusto ko nga, kunin ako ni Lord, sumasamahan na ako sa buhay na to. How many of you ever prayed that? I did. Honestly, I did. When we were in so in pressure na kinikwento sa inyo, my wife knew this. God, after all, yung ginawa ko sa kanila, I've been a pastor for them for eto pa ang gaganteng have you ever felt that way i said god take me take me god me and my wife were both crying sa sitwasyon niyo and one thing i'm just thankful about god is that his grace is more than enough to sustain me if i did the wrong thing and i started to get even with those people. I can. I can. But if I did it my way, I don't know where would I be right now. You are good, you are good, and there's nothing good in me. You know, if you will start to acknowledge who God is and what we're not, then you would understand that God will always be there to protect you. Amen. Are you still here with me? Now, look at this. In relate natin, New Testament. In prayer ni Jesus. Look at this. Sabi ni Jesus. Prayer niya to. Sa tatay niya. Sabi niya, I will remain in the world no longer. But they are still in the world. Meaning, he was praying for his disciples, his followers. Sabi niya, and I'm coming to you, Holy Father. Now, what was his prayer? The next line. He said what? Protect them. By the power of your name. Now, kung magkakasabay tayo kaya ng panalangin with Jesus, sino masasagutin ng Ama? Tayo o si Jesus? Just, just think of it. Palagay nyo. Kunyari, sabay ngayon, nag-pray ako, o kayo, o tayo lahat, tsaka nag-pray si Jesus. Isang, isang, isang prayer point lang. Sino talaga, palagay nyo masasagutin? Tayo o si Jesus? 
Hindi nyo rin alam kung sasagutin si Jesus. Mamatin dito ang problema natin. O sigurado ako masasagutin si Jesus kaya sa akin. Tama? Bakit? Mas alam ni Jesus kung ano yung will ni God. Galing sa kanya, galing siya dun eh. Tsaka si Jesus, pag nagpray, walang sana. Hmm. Ay, sandamakmakad san sana natin eh. Parang tayo sasagutin. Lord, sana naman. At sana rin, Lord, sa huli, harinawa. Ah, protect them. Now, what I'm trying to point here is that God is our protection. Jesus prayed to the Father, Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me. And it says, so that they may be one as we are one. Verse 12. Well, I was with them. Ano sabi niya? I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction. And he's talking about Judas. So the scripture would be fulfilled. So he was saying, Father, you're protecting them. I am your son. I'm protecting them. Now, could you imagine that? The father and the son protecting you? Huh? Ngayon, tanong ko. Lalagay mo po ba sa kamay mo paghihiganti? Pero pastor, I don't feel God's protection. If God is protecting me, then why did He allow this thing to happen to me? If God is protecting me and if God loves me, hindi pa niya alam, noon pa, may masama ng plano sa akin ko, bakit niya pinayagan? Now, let me just say this straight. You know what? Many of the troubles we're into are not created by God. But we're the one who created it. So why blame God for the things He did not do? But the good news is this. Even if we make mistakes, God is still there to protect you. Why? Because that is how much He loves you. Amen! Okay. Let me sidetrack a little. You know what, guys? How many to believe God is an excellent God? Listen. Whatever you give to God, just make sure you give your best. Kung papalak pa kayo, huwag niyong tipirin. Because you're not clapping your hands sa tao. You're clapping your hands to the King of Kings and the Lord of Kings. Amen! Now, just basic attitude about worship. Basic attitude about praise. Simply lang yun, mga kapatid. You know, we don't have to be so emo. Mag-antay ka ba? Ay, wala akong emo. Haven't you noticed pagka problemadong problemado ka, buhos ng buhos ang emo mo? Amen. Okay, just going back here. Tignan nyo. I love this. Sabi niya, verse 15. Ito yung prayer niya matindi. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world. So, kung prayer niyo, kunin na kayo ni Lord, I'm sorry, hindi ka masasagot. Unless na lang mag-suicide ka, which is so dangerous if you do that. Are you following me? Do you think ending your life will resolve the situation? It will only worsen it. Amen. And then he says the last thing. Do not take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil. <laughs> We're in the midst of a messy world because of sin. But one thing I'm so secure is that even in the midst of all trouble, God is still there to protect us. He is still there to protect us. Amen. How many of you have, you know, done some mistakes in your life? When we created the troubles we're into. Now, isn't it great that in the midst of that, regardless of what we have done, God is still there, willing to give us a second chance, hoping that we would learn from our past mistakes? Amen. And so He would always protect you. Even in chapter 41 of the book of Psalms, the Lord will what? Protect him and preserve his life. He will bless him in the land and not... I love this. He will not surrender him to the desires of the folks. 
How many people would love to see you dead? How many people would love to see you gumagapang sa hirap? You know, sad to say, there are some Christians who would even expect you to be cursed. And they wanted to see you cursed than blessed. But God said, because He's protecting you, I will not surrender you to the desire of your foes. Ito yung gusto sa'yo ng kaaway mo? Sabi ni Lord, inistalo to, ipe-bless kita. Gusto nyo maghirap ka? Ipe-bless kita. Nakikita nila, gusto ka naghihirap. Nakikita, dumat, mas maraming pera mo sa kanya. <laughs> but kidding aside, I love that. God will not surrender you to the desires of your enemies. Why? Because He will always be there to protect you. And what should be our response? We just wait on God. David did that. He waited on God. He did not take matters in His hands. But God, because you're my protector, abang lingkod lang ako. Mag-aabang lang ako sa iyo. Are you following me? And, and I do believe that should also be our, our, our response. That we'll just wait on God. Pero hanggang kailan, Pastor? I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know. But it is worth waiting for God to move and do things His ways, not our ways. And you cannot always expect God to agree in everything we want. We should be the one agreeing with everything He wants. Amen. Amen. So, how did David see God? He saw God as his vindicator. Not just protector, but vindicator. Now, clerical error. Paki-change nga, ano? Not verse 1, it's both verse 2. Magkaiba lang ng translation. Anyway, in 57 verse 2, yung NIV 1984, verse 2, I cry out to God Most High, to God who fulfills His purpose for me. Now, doon sa NIV, same, same verse, NIV, pero version ng 78, ang nakalagay doon, it's the same, I cry out to God Most High, to God who vindicates me. It is God who vindicates us and will vindicate Kaya nga, pagka tayo nargabyado, alam mo, dapat tumakbo lang tayo kay Lord. David knew where to run to. He ran towards God, not away from God. What about us? Where do we run to? When we feel that there's injustice in our life. And I encourage you, as far as the Word of God is concerned, let's run towards God. Why? Because He's not just our protector. He is our vindicator. Nothing, ex- uh, nothing escaped the eyes of God. Alam niya lahat ng dinadaanan mo na pagdaanan mo. Walang lingid sa Diyos. Maraming beses lang feeling natin, God is not doing anything, but we really don't see na ever since may ginagawa ang Diyos. Madalas lang, nagmamadali tayo. Gusto natin, now na. And madalas lang, whether we like it or not, gusto natin may masamang mangyari doon sa mga gumawa rin ng masama sa atin. An eye for an eye, a tooth. I said, yeah, to God who, what? To God who vindicates me. Now, walang contradiction to sa dalawang version na yun. You know why? Because as far as the purpose of God is concerned towards David, God purposed David to be the next king of Israel. And because it is the will, the plan, the purpose of God for David to be king, God will be the one who will vindicate David sa lahat ng kanyang kaawal. You see, guys, ito yan eh. Pag may magandang plano si Lord sa iyo, at tayo nagpapatuloy na lumakad sa kanyang kalooban, yung layunin yun hindi mababago. In fact, the Bible says, many are the plans in the minds of man, but it is God's purpose that prevails. Marami na ba kayong struggle sa buhay? Baka yung plano natin, laban sa layunin ng Diyos. 
And dahil may layunin ng Diyos kung ba't ka nandito sa buhay, sa mundong ito, yun ang dahilan kung ba't kanya iingatan at ipaghihiganti sa lahat ng gumagawa ng sa We need to see that as a truth, as a reality in life, or else we will be missing everything. Do you still follow? Okay. To God who vindicates me. Now, let's jump in chapter 7. Let the Lord judge the peoples. And they said again, Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity. It is as if David was saying, God, you know the truth. You know I don't want to harm my king because he is your anointed. You know my righteousness, you know my integrity. God, vindicate me. Church, let me challenge you. If you know wala kang ginawang masama, para gawang ka ng masama ng iba, then you can pray this prayer. God, vindicate me. You know, I've done nothing wrong. Pero kapatid, kuidaw. If you know na tayo ang dahilan, doon sa ginawa nating multo na kinatatakutan natin ngayon, then it's hard for us to claim this promise. If ever, ma'am, may nagawa na tayong multong kinatatakutan natin, yung simple lang, kapatid, let's just ask for God for forgiveness. And repent. And God will just restore us. And then verse 9 says, Bring to an end the violence of the wicked. Make the righteous secure you, the righteous God, who probes minds and hearts. Alam ng Lord, alam ng puso at isipin ng lahat ng tao. Alam niya. Alam din niya yung mga taong nagpa-plano na lang masama sa ito. Pero kung mananatili tayo sa kalawagan ng Diyos, believe me, dumumararanasin yung pag-iingat ng Diyos sa buhay. Amen. Ba't wala maka-amen? Wala maka-amen doon siya kung iingatan natin ang buhay. Ba- 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 parang hirap tayong umamen doon. Actually, that's the real problem behind this thing. If you're the one who created it. I said, God, vindicate me. What does vindicate mean? To judge, defend, to act as a lawgiver, to decide controversy. David was saying, God, you be the judge. God, you be, you be the one to defend me, Lord. I won't defend myself. That's what we have experienced. We try to defend ourselves, those mga accusers namin. But the problem is, they don't accept our defense. Bago pa kami sumagot, may sagot na sila. And when we discover that, usap lang mag we were both crying, huh? No use. No need to answer. It's just, God, have it your way. Amen? A lot of people were, were expecting na, you know, we'll be cursed, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be poor, and so on and so forth. But I just thank God. He is our vindicator. Amen. Without us doing anything against them, instead, praying for them. Amen. Now, tignan nyo, anong nangyari sa buhay ni Samuel? Chapter 24. It's the same. May the Lord judge between you and me. Now, he was, he was talking, David was talking to Samuel kasi nung time na yun, you know, Samuel was, was I'm sorry, not Samuel, Saul. Saul was trying to kill tried to kill so many times, uh, si David. So there was one time, nung hinahabol niya, they, they went to a cave, si, Sam, si Saul, at saka yung kanyang mga sundalo, not knowing na nandun si David, saka yung, yung kanyang mga mighty men. I mean, yun, sabi ng mga mighty men ni David, David, pagkakataon na natin to, binigay na siya ng Diyos sa atin. Sabi ni David, yung binigay na? Nakasandog niya magsabi niya, huwag niyo sasalingin ang mga pinahiran ng Diyos ang langis. That's not his anointed. I mean, they can. They're in the position. They have the reason. Hello? May dahilan sila. Nasa situation sila. Nasa position sila para patayin si Saul at ang kanya. But they did not. Why? Because David knows, God, you're my protector. You're my vindicator. Hindi ako maghihiganti, Lord. So what David did, he went to Saul, habang natutulog, nag-sneak siya, ginupit niya yung laylahayan. 
Ang damit ni Saul. Walang kaalam-alam. Ha? Could you imagine the temptation that David can kill Saul? Kung siguro sa atin na to, baka may, uy, open door na to. Uy, talagang kinakasihan na ako ni Lord. Hello? But he did not. Why? Because he knows his God. Amen? And then I said, kung nagising si Saul, palabas na sila, sabi niya, may the Lord judge between you and me and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me. Para sabi ni David, hari yung Saul, hindi ako gaganti sa'yo, si Lord na bahala. Yes, but my hands will not touch you. As the old saying goes, from evil doers come evil deeds. Ang gumagawa lang doon masama, yung mga masasama. Sige nyo katabi nyo. Buti lang hindi tayo ganyan. Sabi nyo, so my hand will not touch you. And then in verse 14, Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom are you pursuing? A dead dog? You know, David humbled himself because he was so secure. Although he's a giant killer, although he won many battles, but said, Haring Saul, sino ba itong, sino ba itong inahabol mo? Isang patay na aso lang ako. Isa, I'm just a pogs. And yun, pogs. Ulgas, you'll flee. Yun ang, yun ang ano nun, yun ang uh, scientific name. A dead dog, a flea. And then he said, May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May He consider my cause and uphold it. May He vindicate me by delivering me from your hands. Ah, I love that. He didn't say, May the Lord vindicate me by delivering, delivering you to me. May the Lord vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. Wow. Ito, mga martir. Pero si David, di niya naramdaman luki siya. Pero di ba ba kayo? Now, huwag niyong pagkamalay si David, joke lang, ha? Siya, joke lang, eh. Mandirigma yan. Pero alam niya kung ano yung paninindigan niya. I mean, ang katapangan, hindi lang nakikita sa pagpalag. Ang tunay na tapang, hindi nakikita sa pagganti. Ang tunay na tapang, nakikita sa pag-iwas sa dilo. Mga kalalaki yan, hindi nababawasan ang pagkalalaki natin kung iiwas tayo sa dilo. Kahit tawagin tayong jokla, Ha? Naintindihan niyo ba mga kalalakihan? Kahit mga kababaihan. Kasi hindi lang mga lalaki warfik, may mga warfik din babae. Dami nga napapanood sa sa YouTube, din sa Facebook, mga babae nagsasabong. But can we get out of that? Believe me, I've been there. Alam ko yun. As a frat boy, nagiging praning na ako noon. I don't want people besides me, even at the back. Ah, feeling ko, baka yariin ako na ito. Bakit? Patakot ako dahil ang dami kong tinanim noon. So baka anihin ko. And I just thank God for His grace. He spared me from those things. Many times, I was almost, I got almost killed. But thank God for His plan, for His purpose. And I do believe God will do the same things. He will be your protector. He will be your vindicator. Amen. Now, look at what Paul said in Romans 12. He said, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And then following verse, Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge. I will. You know what? The original avenger is God. Not Captain America. He's the first avenger. And he doesn't need a shield. 
Huh? Are you still here with me? Now, it is mine to, mismon just makes happen. It is mine to avenge. I will repay. On the contrary, and dapat gawin natin. If your enemy is hungry, asabi? With what? Poison? Nakumin? Feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing so, you will heap burning coals. Alam niyo ba, every time you repay evil with good, it is as if nilalagyan niyo ng baga sa umbiya. Lalo naiinis sa inyo. Bakit ba ito? Ginagawan ko na ng masama. Ginagawan pa rin ako mabuti. Yun ang hindi. Yun ibig sabihin mo. Torture yun, kapatid. Subukan mo. Yung mga gumagawa sa'yo ng mabuti, gawa mo ng masama, pag sinukulayan ka ng mabuti, tamo, mainis ka. Parang ngayon, parang... Yung iba. Ito, I love this. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome what? Evil with you. So if God is your vindicator, what should be our response? We just trust God. God, I feel injustice. God, I feel it's unfair. God, you know, I feel dihado, oh God. But I'll just trust you. I'll just trust you. I won't do anything, God. I'll just trust you. Because if you do that, then you will see God work in your life. And lastly, how did David see God in times of injustice? He saw God is above all. He is above all. He's above King Saul. He's above the armies of Israel. He's above anyone else. Anything that comes their way, God is above all of them. 57, verses 5, 7, 11 says, Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory... What? Remember that song? Huh? Yung mga matagal lang sa mga Christian. Remember that song? Be exalted, O God. Sige, sige, you want it? Above the heavens, let the glory be over all. You know what? Every time you sing that song, you need to understand what you're singing. Every time you declare that song, you are God, you are above anything that comes my way. Amen. And then said, because you're above everything else, my heart is steadfast. Parang sa David, God, I'm so secured by this. My heart is steadfast, oh God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Could you imagine? They had to rush, Umawit pa. Huh? Hindi niya ba? Ano inawit niya? Hindi siya ma... Pakapatayin kita. Kapita ako ng pagkakataon. Hindi. He started to worship God and said, Awake my soul. Awake harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. Verse 9. He said, I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. And then he ended with the same declaration. Be exalted to God above the heavens. And let your glory be over all here. Connecting it with chapter 7 of the same psalm. O righteous God, who searches the minds and the heart, bring to an end the violence of the wicked and make the righteous, what? Secure! That's what we need. Security. And you can never find security from anything else except God. Your security is not on your job, not on your business, not on money, not on people, but on God. People will always fail us. Your job can fail you. Your business can fail you, but not God. And so our security should be in God. And then he said, My shield is God most high who saves the upright. Wow. God, you're my shield. Huh? You're my shield, God. Imagine mo yon, ikaw si Captain America. Ang shield mo si God. Amen. That's how God protects you and that's how God will vindicate you and that is a proof that God is above all else. And then following the word, he said, I will give thanks to the Lord because of His righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord 
most high. So if God is above all, what should be our response? We worship God. We worship God. And so as we end, always remember that in times of injustice, God is our everything. Amen? And Jesus showed the same attitude, just like David. Just like David. He was insulted. He was mocked. He was hurt by the people. In fact, his prayer on the cross is, God, forgive them, for they do not know what they have done. That is a true humility in its essence. That's why in 1 Peter said, To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. Hindi siya gumante. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sin in his body on a tree so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Wow. I don't know about you. I got so encouraged with this verse that we have read. We have a good example. It's even greater than David. See, David sumabit na. Tama? Yung naging hari na siya talaga, oh, da, biglang sumabit. Kung kailan nagtagumpay, doon nagkasabit-sabit. But I just thank God, see Jesus, in the midst of all his victories and successes, he remained humble. Amen. He did not retaliate. He did not repay evil for evil, but evil for good. Amen. And so tonight, I don't know what you're going through right now. Maybe some of you can have to say, Pastor, be behind Again, I don't need to understand everything that took place in your life. But one thing also I'd like you to understand that in the midst of what people had done against you, God is still your protector, He is still your vindicator, and He is still above all. And what we can do is just to wait on God, to put our trust in Him, worship Him in the beauty of His holiness. We hope you were inspired by that message. Watch out for more updates on coming events in our website at www.victoryalabang.org You can also be part of the family by liking us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang and following us on twitter.com slash victoryalabang Thank you and stay connected.